I'll have what he's having. Miguel Cole. Oh, uh, Mr. Tony's having a stroke, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a That's good mood, man. We got a whole weekend of stuff to talk about. We got the pay-per-view points game. Money in the bank. Which I am going to be the new champion. I'm already calling it now. I'm calling it now. It's been a long I'm time I'm calling for it me. this time. I'm going to be the it's new champion. It's been a very long time. When, when was the last time you won it? Jesus. I don't know. It, it's for my injury for me. Well, well, speaking of the longest right now is Mimi Goody. I mean, even you Miguel's know, won she, one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, watch your mouth. <laughs> but not only that, though, you really got to think about it. You know, Kofi's always saying eleven year this, eleven year that. What about me? Right. I'll be like three years this, three years <laughs> that. You know, I've been mean, three years having one nice shit. <laughs> she would have Instead a deep voice than Kofi. Side nipples, I have knee <laughs> nipples and shit. <laughs> That is true, though. But anyway, no. We you have, heard what I said? No, I did not hear what you I said. I said instead of having side nipples, I'll have knee nipples. <laughs> yeah, boob knees. <laughs> That's boob what knees. You, the boob knees. They're going to have to put that in the book. Imagine saying that shit. Knees, <laughs> <nasty>. boob knees. <laughs> <laughs> Too much info. All right. So, uh, of course, we got the Facebook poll and hater comment. It's not called of the week anymore. Why? Because we have a new segment on the show. We're shortening things up because uh, we, we've been running a little long. But that's okay, though, because you guys enjoyed it. So, <laughs> But we are going to, you know, we're trying to trim things down a little bit because uh, we had a meeting. And, you know, we, we thought, you know what? By the time we do Raw, SmackDown, and NXT, you know, it's already Saturday. And those already been done, passed. And we already know we know that you guys already know what happened on it. So it's going to be a condensed version of it. Um, so like YouTube, they have, what are they, have, what is it called? Like the highlights? Yes. So that's basically what we're going to be doing. Just to shorten things up a little bit. Because the new segment that we have is right after the injury. And it's called the Hot Tag News of the Week. And basically what that is is whatever is the hot topic that happened in the week of wrestling that's what we're going to talk about and have a discussion on so so fans you guys need to if something is out there and we don't catch it throw it on our facebook page and say hey can you guys talk about this on the show next week or this week or whatever and yeah we'll talk about it yeah sure why not? except for edge josh anders 
Move on. You know what? Uh, yeah, Josh. <laughs> sorry, buddy. We're, we're not going there. We are not going there on Edge. No. Okay. No more even, Edge. Even that, and, and actually, you know what? Y'all going to be surprised Ooh. at what I'm going to say later on about Roman Reigns. Whoa. Oh, so stay tuned for God. that. Right now, Tony's it is the time. Hater alert. Hater yeah, alert. No, no. Uh, right now, it is time for the Facebook poll, which is uh, Rick Serrano put this one up. It is what are you going to be watching first? The WWE Money in a Bang and pay per view or the Game of Thrones season finale? Mm. Rick, why did you put this? It's not, it's not. Because it's not season finale. It's series finale. This is eight years series. in the making, baby. Yeah. yeah. This is yeah. winter is coming, you bastards. <laughs> I mean, winter came and mm-hmm. left, and now it's about who's going to sit on that throne. Come on, exactly. man. If you guys are Game of Thrones fans and you guys know what we're talking about, for some odd reason, I don't know why Vince put this pay-per-view the same day <laughs> as the series finale, season finale, the last episode ever of Game of Thrones. The most important episode, and you put it on Vince. Come on! Yeah, you. Uh, all right, so before I read these comments, Mimi, what are you going to be watching? The Money in the Bank pay-per-view or Game of Thrones season series finale? Well, here in New Mexico, yes, um, Money in the Bank starts first. Yeah, so I'll start probably with Money in the Bank, and as soon as seven p.m. hits my time, I'm switching over <laughs> to Game of Thrones. Well, well, see the thing from what I've heard that people who live in the West Coast, like myself, Mimi Goody, is that they're saying that by the time Money in the Bank is done, the the rerun for Game of Thrones will be just starting. So, if you live in the West Coast, just stay off of Facebook for the next three, four hours. That's going to be hard. It is going to be hard. I do understand that. But for me, I'm watching Money in the Bank first, knowing that the rerun of the, of the season finale, series finale, is right after um, uh, Money in the Bank. Then I'll be watching my okay, game. Okay, okay, so okay. That's what I'm going to do. You know what I'm going to do? If it's what? exciting, Money in the Bank is exciting, has me on my feet, jumping up and down. Then maybe I'll continue watching it. But yeah. if it's one of those boring... But you can't, though. Because once you go to Game of Thrones, you can't switch back to watch oh, Money in the Bank. No, that's true. That's you true. know? All right, Rick. All right. What are you going to be doing? You're I'm from watching, the East Coast. Yo, I'm on the East Coast, bro. So I have no choice but to watch Game of Thrones. Ain't no chance in the hell that I'm watching what? Money in the Bank. Not a, not only that. <laughs> I got a paper due that Monday. So I'm going to be doing Boom. my paper all goddamn day, all the way up until Game of Thrones. So, I mean, come on, man. Eight years. Money in the Bank is not looking that good. It's looking predictable. <laughs> it's not looking fun. I'm sorry. But I got to go with Game of Thrones. And listen, this, this poll shocked the hell out of me. Like, just, you know, just go into it. It shocked the hell out of me, too. Now, here are some comments that I could not believe. Madness Leisure said Thrones. I forgot all about Money in the Bank. <laughs> it's like, wow, dude. Alrighty then. Uh, Not Jer- everybody's that hard wrestling fans like you. That's true. I mean, Jeremy Pine said definitely Game of Thrones. Sean Johnson says no Game of Thrones for me. Team Money in the Bank. Kevin Morrell said both. And then uh, Rick responded, which one first? And he says, going to have the tablet going with Money in the Bank while my wife has Game of Thrones on the main TV. That's a good idea. Multitasking, brother. 
That's a great idea. That is. is no, no. You need to yeah. be focused on one. There's no way <laughs> yeah. that you can be. Yo, you're gonna be like, wait, what did she say? What? 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 <laughs> what? Kevin Morrell also came out with earbuds are a must. <laughs> so David Jeffers, he said, "Money in the bank." I could not possibly care less about Game of Thrones <gasps> than I do. The blasphemy! Wow. That's churlish. That's that churlish. Definitely churlish. Lord and Cardi B, yeah. please forgive him. Oh. Mitchell Baram, he says, how is Money in the Bank beating the finale of Game of Thrones? Because he took exactly. a look at the poll. Exactly. Uh, at the time, you know, I think Money in the Bank was ahead at the time uh, when he wrote that comment. Uh, then I've responded with, damn. Uh, <laughs> Travis Wiley, he said both. Samar Velos, he said, I'm going to Money in the Bank. Uh, Lee Roberts says, Money in the Bank. I have yet to watch a single episode of Game of Thrones. Brother, that is blasphemy. If you not have seen one episode of season that one. Yes, yeah. He's got me all flabbergasted. Sons He's of talking bitches. in tongues, yo. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, you forgot to go. Yeah, right. Uh, Dilbert Flower. He says, I can't handle Game of Thrones being spoiled. I can't handle Money in the Bank being spoiled. I think that's the best comment. When I read that, I was like, this is so yeah. true. Like if, if, It is true. If, and and that's it's a good poll that you put up there because, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, after Crazy. last week's episode, I said, I got to put this poll up because there's no yeah. way I'm going to miss it. Come on. Tobias Michael, he says, I need a both option. <laughs> that's true. We all needed it. Yeah, yeah, we all needed that. But, and the um, question is, what are you going to watch first? <laughs> I don't know. After reading these, I'm just like, hmm, I don't know. Uh, George <laughs> Pal- Palmierno, he said, easy one. Never seen an episode of Game of Thrones. <laughs> Ay, Dios mío, por favor. Crazy. Uh, Mason Hall, he said, money in the bank. Andrew Hall said, money in the bank. No relations because they spelled it uh, different. Uh, Steve Smith, he said, Game of Thrones. I'm sure Money in the Bank will be weak anyways. No need to watch live, laugh out loud. Oh, uh, Christian Kennedy said, I forgot all about Money in the Bank. <laughs> Michael Pierce said, Game of Thrones. Andrew Cooper said, Money in the Bank. Uh, Iman Martinez, he said, both. We said to choose one. Uh, Charles Moyer says, Game of Thrones. Easy. I'd rather Money in the Bank get spoiled than Game of Thrones. That's true. You know what? He's right. He is right. Um, James Richards, he says, Game of Thrones, because at least the writing is believable. (laughs) (laughs) But then Akram Stanley responded to him and says, laugh my ass off. What? The writing in Game of Thrones after season six became as shit as WWE now. God, man. Oh, hater. I think that's, what's his name? Uh, Let me see. Uh, Akram Stanley. Akram, I'm about to summon the Lord of Light on your ass. Christopher Taylor said, I forgot all about Money in the Bank. I can always watch Money in the Bank, but Game of Thrones is way one million times better than mm-hmm. Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Donnelly says, I don't watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> well, screw all you, right, James Donnelly. Donnelly. Yeah, you know what? That's the, Yeah, so screw you. Anyway, this is, I, I could not believe this. I could not believe this. Over uh, 700 votes came in and 66% of the people said that they're watching Money in the Bank. What? Yeah, thirty-four percent said Game of Thrones. That's well, I think crazy. that Akram Stanley should be the hater of alert. I mean, well, as of right now, as of we right still now, got a, uh, yeah, because we still got another um, uh, poll. That's my pick right there. Number yeah, one. actually, 
Dang, I forgot I, for, I did all this. Crap. Yep. I did all this on the day that we have a damn pay-per-view. Should I leave? Should I do the name this pay-per-view wrong answers only? Because that one was a lot. Should I save for that one for next week? Yes. Yeah, we can do that next week. Okay, we'll do that for next week. Uh, the reason why is because I put up a, uh, not a poll, but a comment, um, which was, if you can bring back one person to fix Raw and SmackDown, who would it be? Now, I went on and said, Steve Austin and The Rock. That's what I said. Oh, a little old school, you know, a little attitude error-ish. Oh, it's you know? Um, so that's my pick. Uh, we'll go Rick and then Mimi. Go ahead. Tell me what y'all picks are. I would definitely go CM Punk or Bret the Hitman Hart. Come on. Excellent at execution. The pipe bombs. Come on. <laughs> True. I agree with you. Okay. Uh, Mimi, who you pick? There's three people I would pick. Two. Well, yeah. You, you know what? I don't care. Go ahead. Do three. If you want to do three, be, do three. It will be Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh-huh. It will be Bret the Hitman Hart. Okay. And Moolah. Moolah? Really? Mm-hmm. Even after all that crap, you know shit why? She but did? she she fucking told the story. All right, okay. <laughs> all righty then. Might get some heat for this, but I all righty. Bring it on. Oh, but wait, wait. Uh, I like to fix one. I would like uh, Chris Benoit, um, <laughs> Taz, and um. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Oh, it's Sunny. Definitely Sunny. Cabana. Holy shit! Oh, oh man, you know what? And we just said we just mentioned not for him not to do this. And Josh Sanders, take a wild guess at what he said. What is it? Take a wild guess. He said Edge. Edge for SmackDown and CM Punk for Raw. All right, see, I, I can't get on him too bad. Because he made a right choice. <laughs> Chris Cahill, he said, Tony Ferguson is the type of guy that would fix both. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Of course, uh, Rick put the uh, gif of CM Punk tapping his skull. Uh, <laughs> Joe, Joel Chanelli, he said, Edge for SmackDown. Ian Demore, he said, you know what? Th- this is my favorite person. <laughs> you know why? Why? He said, Tony Diaz, fuck everybody else. <laughs> he must be one of his friends. No, I don't know who the hell he is, but you know what? I like you. You are my buddy now. Were you high favorite. on cocaine when you said that? <laughs> I'm going to read it one more time. Ian Damore, he said, Tony Diaz, fuck. But the, he said, fuck everybody else. He, he didn't put the V in there or nothing. He said, fuck everybody else. Wait, there Miguel. He says, Tony it- the ass, fuck everybody else. <laughs> Wait, Miguel, isn't your fake profile Ian? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take this away from me, sons of bitches. Take it away already. Uh, Joel Chanelli, he just commented again. Boy, he wanted some, some airtime, huh? He said, uh, oh, Wait. Oh, for Raw, CM Punk. So, some CM Punk's in there, Rick. Mm-hmm, Should mm-hmm. be happy. Those are all the Rick's friends. Now, Debbie <laughs> Davis, she said, doesn't matter. Vince won't be accepting of anyone. He sets his sights on running both shows. Triple H asked him to step down, but he's a stubborn jackass. Don't like him or either show right now. Um, wow. Debbie Davis, more like Debbie Downer. Right? Jesus, man. This was I think she to was more fun. upset than the Downer. Right? Sounded more angry. He's very angry. Angry, angry. Christopher Saxton, he said, oh, is he related to Byron Saxton? No, no, no. it's Byron Saxton. It could be. 
So, yeah. <laughs> if I could fire someone, it would be Vince McMahon. Laugh yeah. out loud. Don't even need to hire anyone. <laughs> All right. That's, wow. come on. That's not what we're asking. Alert. It's not what we're asking, but I thought it was funny. It's Joe, Joe Monsieur, the second, he said, in-house, give it to Heyman and Triple H. Uh, Adisha Bell, she said, Eric Bischoff, maybe Vicky? Okay. I, okay, I can. Excuse yeah. me. <laughs> Excuse me. All right. Uh, James M. Powers says Andre the Giant. Wow, that would change things up a that little bit. That definitely would. Uh, Walk Smith. He said the Shockmaster. <laughs> so then I put the gifts of the baby screaming like, ah, yes. What a shock. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah. yeah, Michael yeah. Roberts. He said Eric Bischoff. James Powers says I'm pretty sure he's already with the company. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm pretty sure he's James not. James Powers again. He said honestly, I don't think just one person would improve the ratings. They probably need a whole new creative team. All right, but we're see. asking one. <laughs> Let's just see what Cody Rhodes does with AEW and see if WWE can learn anything from them. Damn. Mark Hunts, he puts a uh, uh, Hughes, sorry, he put a um, a gift of Dusty Rhodes, baby. He was there. Yeah. But he was mainly with NXT, though. He was. He was mainly with NXT, and mm-hmm. NXT was very good. It still is And it very still good. is very good. But maybe he wasn't Gary. back as a fighter. Well, oh, okay. No, yeah. they said writer, not fighter. He didn't say, he didn't say either. No, I'm saying your poll asked for a writer, no, not a fighter. No, I did not. I just asked if, if two people to change Raw and SmackDown. Well, that's why she uh, picked Moolah, because she thought Moolah yeah. could write. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. Uh, Gary Yaman, he said Russo, Vince Russo. You know what? I have to agree with that. Hey, bro, bro, bro. 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 Seriously. Bro, bro. Yeah, man. Bro. Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt, my man. Joe Dirt Day. Joe. <laughs> you dirty so much. What are you doing, Joe Dirt? My man, Joe Dirt came back. He posted a gift of Jim Cornette. All right. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. And then there was another one of uh, Tony Schiavone. I don't know if you guys remember. Yeah. Commentator for WCW. I think, yeah. Well, we'll see. I don't know how much wrestling knowledge he has, but... Okay, uh, another Paul Heyman, uh, Stone Cold equals ratings, The Rock, Bischoff, uh, Jim Cornette, our truth <laughs> <laughs> CM Punk, The Attitude Era, uh, Rudy Homebrain, oh my god, this, look, I'm not making that up, look at that name. That is a long ass name. Hold on. It says Hombre de. Hombre Museliago Lobo Rosas. <laughs> that is a low. Wow. Look at this, Rick. I can't even pronounce it. That's a long name. We got like exactly. 60 syllables. We'll just call him El Lobo right? Rosas. Uh, he goes, I honestly feel they're fine with shit getting out of hand until SmackDown Live moves to Fox. That's the move. They're going to hype up. At least I hope that's the plan. Uh, Stone Cold Steve He's so Austin. Optimistic. Uh, or better still, the Godly Gooker. Eric Right? Teddy Long. Player, player. This one is funny. Brad Fitzgerald said, Homie the Clown. 
<laughs> Homie, don't play that. <laughs> Homie, don't play <laughs> that. <laughs> Just saw said Owen, but anyone but CM Puke. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Adrian Kota. He said, bring over a Nexus type angle would be cool, with, but with NXT. Another Russo, uh, Teddy Long, and uh, finally Sean Brock. He said, it's not a matter of bringing anyone back. It's, the, it's a matter of cutting out some of the writers. Too many people have input waters. Oh, input waters down the product. Have a head booker for each show and no more than three or four writers pitching ideas. He's kind of right. He is kind of right. But he did not I answer the to... question. No, he did not. <laughs> <laughs> so all that you said, no, you didn't did answer not. the question. Sorry. So uh, that is, that's all we have. We'll do the uh, Money in the Bank one next week. Uh, because there was a lot of them and a lot of really, really funny ones that I really enjoyed. So that'll be it. Who's the name that you got for the Aegon comment? Dagon Stanley. Who? Aegon Stanley. Dagon? Aegon. Aegon Stanley. So he is the... I forgot what he said. What was it that he Whatever. said? Whatever. He was a hater alert. All right. So he's he's the hater comment of the week. Rick or Miguel or whoever does that shit. <laughs> Um, you better stop confusing us because we're two different people, obviously. Y'all look alike. Okay, whatever. Aegon <laughs> Stanley, hater alert. All right, there you go. So uh, let's keep this things moving with the wrestling news from around the world. Take it away, Rick. All right, before we do that, let's get into some birthdays. All right, oh. the best <laughs> referee <laughs> of all time, Earl Hebner, turns 70 years old. Way to go, Earl. He signed with AEW. He did? He is he there, did. yes. Holy mackerel. The best yes, ref back in business. Mm-hmm. Yep, um, now, now, this is <laughs> a little late there. Um, <laughs> this is weird. Four guys have the exact same birthday in the exact same year. Really? Um, Godfather, Papa Shango, Kama, and the Good Father all have the same birthday. They all turn 58 years old. That is wild. Yeah. Insane. I, I would have... You would think they were like quadruplets. Yeah. Or the same right? person. Or the same person. Yeah. Yeah. You I didn't think of that. Triplets? What? Wasn't it three people you just said? Yeah. What is she drinking? That, <laughs> that knee boob milk? <laughs> boob knee milk. Boob knee milk. Speaking of damn, Ron Simmons turned 61 years old. Wow. wow. You got to speak up. Yeah, Good I mean, Lord. his hairline is about 61 years old. His, that shit is running away. 61 <laughs> miles. His hairline is saying, bang! <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. man. And last but not least, woo, woo, woo! Zach uh, Ryder turns 34. Good for him. All right, it's now time for the wrestling news from around the world. All right, and we got some news here, some very sad news. Um, uh, Ashley Massaro, former WWE talent, yes. passed away at the age of 39 earlier this week. Yeah, um, and then, and, no, go ahead, go ahead. The cause of death is still unknown. Um, no, well, actually, that's what I was about to say. Oh, they, uh, this just in. This just then came out that he died, she died of apparent suicide. Wow. Yep, and, and her daughter and uh, one of her best friends left the... Uh, not a note, but uh, left a comment or a statement stating that, you know, the daughter especially was like, I did not see this coming because she just responded to every single person that was a fan of her. She just responded and sent them a private letter. 
uh, responding to her uh, like Twitter or being a fan or whatever. And she goes, my mom was just so happy that day. And uh, she put out a tweet thanking all the fans uh, the few hours or day uh, before she had committed suicide. So she was just saying, you know, check up on people, see if they're okay, you know, because they did not see that coming at all. Her best friend uh, said the same thing. She, I just literally spoke to her, and then I find this out. She goes, she was happy. There was nothing going on. So take it serious, people. Take yeah, it serious. man. Check up on people. Yeah, uh, that's just sad. I mean, always check up on 39. everybody. 39. Wow. 39 years old. Yeah, yep. so. And uh, more sad news. Uh, Grumpy Cat, the cat. Yes, I heard. Was on WWE Raw, passes away at the age of seven. Wow. Oh. So old. It's <laughs> not funny. It's sad. That is sad. I'm going along with it. Yeah, and as reported on uh, Wrestling POV Global, uh, Silver King, former mm-hmm. luchador and wrestler, passes away inside the ring, and we're gonna get more into that a little bit later on in this show. Yeah. Um, about his passing and how they handled it. Well, that's all I have for the news. On to you, Tony, with the rumors. All right. In the rumors, Bellator is interested in signing Jack Gallagher. <laughs> wow, the gentleman. The gentleman, Jack Gallagher, in, in uh, 205 Live. And there has been talks, but no deal as of right now. So Interesting. We'll I can see it. I can see it. My mom see- is- yeah. yeah. We'll see. Uh, Baron Corbin. Yeah, Baron. Yeah, that's right. Baron Corbin is being built up for a match with Seth Rollins. Uh, they don't know. They're, they're thinking maybe by Extreme Rules. I mean, he did pin him. Right on that one. That's true. But not only that, though. I mean, she's, he's been getting quite that push. And he's the right now. But he's the top heel right now. So uh, Extreme Rules rumors. It'll be uh, the rumor card. Uh, Kofi Kingston versus Kevin Owens versus Randy Orton. And uh, so they're looking at a triple, triple, triple trap, maybe? Triple trap? Yeah, sure, we'll call it that. And, triple uh, track. Roman Roman Reigns versus Shane McMahon. And Elias is also advertised. So that's pretty much all the rumors, man. Not really much going on because there, there's been actual rumors happening. So with that being said, Rick, what do you have for the injury? <laughs> Rick! Where'd he go? Where'd he go? Don't know. And we found Rick. He's Whoa. back. <laughs> Whoa. What the hell happened, man? You know, you remember that the, the thing that I mentioned that Ant-Man was talking about? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't that. Um, oh, okay. So, on to injuries. <laughs> uh, Alexa Bliss is not medically cleared, and she will be missing out on Money in the Bank pay-per-view. Um, Nikki yes, Cross is replacing her. That. What the Nikki hell is Cross, going on it, with her? It is? I yeah. thought they said it wasn't going to announce it until uh, Money in the Bank. It is confirmed that Nikki Nicole Cross is going wow. to take her place. Hold up. Did you just call my girl Nicole? I mean, the way she was looking on Monday Night Raw, you know what I'm saying? My man. I'm the only one that can call her Nicole. No, I'm kidding. I guess so. <laughs> 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 <sighs> All right. What? Yes, and that's all I got for injuries. That's it? That's it. God, Lord. All right, so now it is time for the new segment. It is the Hot Tag News of the Week. 
basically we take the, the, the hottest topics of the week and we just have a quick discussion about it. Um, that way we get more time for discussion and everybody else can join in at any time. And that way when we cover Raw, SmackDown, and NXT, uh, is a, it'll be a condensed version. So it'll be like the highlighted version of Raw and all that other shit. So now, this one... We, we're going from pretty much least to the, the, the most that's been out there. Now, this one I saw, and I thought it was very interesting, and I thought maybe we could talk about it. AEW, they want to do, they want to keep stats in their promotion. So, wins and losses are going to count. So, this is the statement that they, uh, they released. <clears throat> it says, AEW offers fans less scripted, soapy dramas, and more athleticism and real sports analytics. Bringing legitimacy to the rest to rest. You know what? Number one, they put in too many big words in there for me to read. I know. Tony can only do one big Just word at a time. One day. word an episode. One big word an episode. That's because his tongue is too big. It, <laughs> that's right, it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Lord. That's just nasty. <clears throat> Uh, wrestlers will also be giving more freedom to explore their characters and highlight their athletic abilities, introducing statistics to wrestling for the first time ever. AEW will raise the stakes for its matches and deepen fan engagement by tracking each competitor's wins and losses as the wrestler pursues championships, analyzing their moves, assessing damage to their opponents, and providing insights into their winning streaks. Uh, and then the rest was just hashtags. So, what do you guys think of that? They're providing statistics. Statistics. <laughs> statistics. I think so it's what stupid. What do you guys think? I think it's stupid. Really? I think, um, come on. It's wrestling. Just do wrestling. Tell the stories. Don't try to be like on ESPN and stuff like that. I already hate that WWE does that. Just be wrestling. Stay in your lane. Now, oh, he has 10 wins, 6 losses, and he's going up against this man who has 11 wins, but 12 losses. Like, come on. Yeah, but I, I think um, I Bingo. think, I think it's all, it all depends on how they do it and how they say it and how they word it. You know what I'm saying? So that means, like, Kurt Hawkins then would have never gotten a shot at the title. Is what they're trying to say? Pretty much, yeah. If you have 200 losses but, in a row. But, but, hey, you know what, though? They're kind of right. That's true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden, now he's he's uh, tag team champions? Yeah. Wait, they still got the belts? They still got the belts, yes. And they are not defending them on Money in the Bank. Go figure that one out. But, yeah, it's true. My thing is, um, you know what? I just lost train of thought. <laughs> Your thing I did. is about the win-loss statistics. Yeah, I know that. But I, I don't know how I feel about it. It's like I said, I think it all depends on how they word it, I guess, and how they use it. You know, like if I'm watching the match, okay, and let's just say um, Cody Rhodes versus uh, Goldust, because that's going to be one of the matches at Double or Nothing. And um, let's just say, I don't know what the, Jesus Christ, it's been so long since I've watched Goldust wrestle. But let's just say he does a move where... um, it causes a lot of damage. I don't want to hear that statistic during the match. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. like, like, because how I'm getting from what I just read, like, if they do a certain move, like how John Cena has the five knuckle shuffle, that's not his his finisher move, but it's one of his trademark moves. Um, does it do a lot of damage? It doesn't look like that to me. 
but it does hurt. Okay, fine, sure. You know, it's just thick. But I don't want to hear when he hits it and says, that causes about 20% damage. <laughs> the same Dungeons and Dragons. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, the fan base is the same, but it's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That is true. But you know what I'm saying, though? I mean, that I don't want to hear. You know, I mean, I, I think this is going to be different. Um, if Will they pull it off? I don't know. I don't know. I don't have the answer for that because, you know, like, if, are they going to show Cody Rhodes coming down to the ring and showing his win-loss record underneath? Probably you know not. Saying? Yeah, yeah. I see where you're coming from. So are they going to do a tale of the tape like they yes. do in MMA or UFC? You know what I'm saying? Well, I, you know, I want to hold my opinions and my thoughts until uh-huh. they first start and give them a chance to see what they are about and what they're going to bring into the table. Yeah, I mean, but this is just, like I said... <sighs> Things change. People talk... I mean, talk is cheap. I mean, they still got... I mean, Craig's because uh, they struck a new TV deal and uh, they're not going to finish it and uh, they don't, they're not going to start the deal until October. So they got a while. <laughs> they might just say, fuck it. No, I don't want to do that. Rick, what's your opinion on it? I think they should just tread lightly. Don't go yeah. too far left. Don't go I too agree. far right. See how it tests out. Do a couple test runs and see if it carries over. If it doesn't, it doesn't. If it does, it does. But just tread lightly because you don't want to scare people off. Right now, you got the TV deal. Beast, use that as yeah. as a big thing because it is a big thing. First wrestling company since WWE to have a TV deal since WCW. So mm-hmm. just be smart about it. Don't go too far left, too far right. Just ride yeah. the wave. Be cautious. Be wary of Vince McMahon because he's he's sniffing around, you know? He's sniffing around. He is sniffing around. All right. So now let's move on from that, and uh, we'll just see what happens. Uh, now, uh, another thing that's been going around is the, the whole Lars Sullivan. Uh, did you guys hear about that? Uh, yes. Apparently, back in the day, that they're saying like 20 years ago. I don't know the full story. I should have, and I do apologize, but it was just something that I saw, and then Titus O'Neil got involved. So, now, about 20 years ago, they're saying that this was at, like, a bodybuilding competition or something like that. He was heard uh, making some insensitive comments. Um, I'm not... I don't want to go out and say that it was racial, um... But I guess, uh, dang, I, don't, I wish I did have the full, I had so much, but I wanted to talk about this. But anyway, so either way, it was things that he shouldn't have said uh, back in the day, I'm assuming. Now, earlier this week, um, the WWE said that they had fined uh, Lars Sullivan $100,000. Of course, uh, the IWC went crazy and said he don't make that much in a year so why so now they're thinking that it's fake you know that it's not you know not that it's fake what happened but the the fine like the w that's their that that's the wwe's way of sliding it under the table right you know what i'm saying so um then titus o'neill like i said he got involved by saying this you know i really appreciate you coming up to me and um, acknowledging what you did was wrong um, and also, you know, apologizing for it. Um, So my guess is it probably was a little racist what he said. Um, And he said uh, that he really appreciated that he did that. 
So, what do you guys think of that? I mean, he's still with the company, obviously. I mean, <laughs> They're still giving him a push. For me, it's like this. Guys, backtrack what you say on Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff and delete whatever stuff right. you got. Because if, they, if you're <laughs> no, famous, right? it's coming out. I mean, I'm not even famous like that yet. And every time I get a Facebook memory, I'm like, that was stupid. And I delete it because you never yeah. know yeah. what these people are digging up, man. Um, it's true. But but not only that, though. And it, I, I'm not defending Lars by no means. But back in my day, Okay, and Mimi can attest to this too. You know, there were things that were said um, that was normal at that time. You know, one of them, I'm going to say this as it's not directed to anybody, so don't come out and shoot me. You know, like those, you know, like, I was going to, I don't, I'm going to say it, the word, so I don't care, but, you know, now I get it. Like back in the day when you call somebody a fag, you know, oh, stop being a fag. You know, that was a normal type way to talk mm-hmm. back in that day. You say that now, that's very insensitive, you know? Mm-hmm. And it, it is. I don't say it no more, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people from my era back in that day don't say it either. But that's where I'm coming from. It's not just that word either. Right. There's a lot of words that was said back in the day that now well, if you say it... It was said back in the day, and it's still said... What? Today as well. No, it is no, but the difference is is that back in the day, like if I said, ah, let's not be the fag. I'm I'm not insulting you. I'm just oh, saying, uh, you know, yeah. that's a little gay. Come yeah, on now, that's a little gay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's I'm not saying it I'm not saying it out of out of being mean. Right. You know, I'm not trying to diss well, you hard, but it's 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 like a a funny line. Well, it's the same thing like back in the day, yo, what up, nephew? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, to change the other words. I, yeah, right, but I, you know what I mean? To Igor, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but see, that word in entirely is still going on today. And that's a whole different subject that we can talk about oh, later on. Yeah. Seriously. But back in the day, but you're right, though. That word is, is said like if it's, you know, nothing. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like I said, I'm not defending Lars. I don't know what he said. But I can attest, you know, even 20 years ago, certain words that was being said. Another word, too, is, and, and, and I'm not saying that I was, you know, so please, whoever's listening, I'm not saying this out of, you know, I'm not trying to be funny or anything. I'm just trying to be Out report. of malice. But a lot of the one word that was being used a lot back in the day was retarded. Mm. You know, like if somebody did something stupid, they'd be like, oh, come on, that was retarded. You know what I'm saying? That's it was. You can't say that now. Well, I, I can talk about a, a military friend of mine. Um, she was she was downright like she hated minorities. Right. Period. Okay. Then she met me. We started talking. You know, yep. we were smoking cigarettes or something like that. I, I was in the military. I was young and dumb at that time. But anyway, we were sitting there, and what ended up coming out was that I changed her view mm-hmm. and her her view of how she view people of minority. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So right away we um she became friends with my friends. Right. Which most of us were minorities. I mean, I'm I'm Puerto Rican. Yeah. And I hung out with mainly Puerto Ricans and blacks, you yep. know, and a couple of white people and you know what I mean? And Filipinos. But when she started hanging out with us, her view entirely has changed. But it and the thing is I knew she was a racist. Right. 
Okay. I knew she had said certain words about my heritage. Yeah, but and the thing is that she, her change, that was her past. I understand that. You know? But when she's saying it, she's saying it to be a racist. Okay. Right, but we don't know but what I'm, he said. No, I, no, I understand that. What I'm saying is, back in the day, saying using the word like "retarded" wasn't right. being. We weren't saying it because we were racist. I'm right. not a racist person. Right. You know what I'm saying? That, and I'm not insensitive to people who has retardation. You know what I'm saying? But back in that day, you know, you did something stupid. Yo, come on, man, that was retarded. Right. Seriously, right. No. that was retarded. But now you can't say that. You can't use that word. And I agree with it. I really do. You know, back in the day, if they would have said it then, and yo. That's a little, come on, man, don't be saying that. I, I get it. You know what I'm saying? So we don't know what Lars said, number one. Right. Number two, if he came out and he you know, apologized to the wrestlers in the back, then, okay, maybe he, it, it, it had to have been something like that. Rick, you've been awfully quiet. What are your thoughts on it? I mean, the thoughts are just be careful with what you say. And if you said something that hurt somebody's mm-hmm. feelings, just apologize. Be a, a, a person about it. Not a man, because that's also a way you don't want to think. Not a man, not a woman. Be a person. Be a genuine human being. Be respectful of other people's opinions and what they don't want to hear. If they don't want to hear it, then say, listen, I wasn't trying to offend you. I'm sorry. And this is how it is. Um, that's just, yeah, that's just what my if take it, on what it. If, but what if the scenario was what I just explained? And he just didn't know. Well, then you, know? you still apologize because it offended somebody. Well, no yeah. matter, yeah. Even if it was a long time ago, you apologize and you just say, yo, you know, it's my bad. I didn't know any better. And okay, that's the now with Now, with that being said, though, okay, I'm going to throw this out there because if people are going to hold him accountable, and like I said, I don't know what he said. I will look into it further. Then Kofi Kingston needs to stop doing that white gimmick that he does. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And this is recent. Oh, absolutely. This is recent, okay? He needs to stop doing that, too, and apologize for it. Yep. Because if you're going to hold and, and and not respect Hulk Hogan because he used that, you know, word back in the day, but then, yet yeah, you're, you're imitating a white guy mm-hmm. doing all that shit, you know, being, to me, kind of racist, you know, then you need to stop doing that, too. Mm-hmm. Don't be a hypocrite. You know what I'm saying? I agree. So, all right. So that's 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 all on that. I wanted to touch base on it because there's a lot of things going around, and uh, that was one of them. And I oh, you to- weren't lying when you said this was a hot tag topic, man. Look at, look at this new segment, man. Hot tag. Woo! Hot. Woo! <laughs> all right. So now it gets even... Well, I don't want to say it gets even worse, but it gets even hotter. Ooh. So now the inside scoop is on a writer, okay? Went out. On a podcast, I'm not going to reveal it because that's not what we do. Okay, now it's it's kind of long, so just bear with me. Um, and you guys are going to just drop to the floor when you hear this shit. Uh, here goes. Uh, there appears to be some real life frustration from Triple H and other writers in the WWE. A close friend of three writers recently called into another podcast post uh, Raw. And discuss the WWE creative process. The writers had allegedly been drinking and vented to the caller about Vince McMahon. Here's what the caller said about the criticism criticism of WWE. This is his quotes. No one should rip on WWE creative. They have some of the most brilliant, unbelievable, cool ideas that I've ever heard. 
We're writing for an audience of one and never forget that. And if not, you're out there. The most frustrated person in the back every single night is Triple H. He'll always take, especially the NXT guys, under his wing. It looks like he is consoling them. It looks so much like he was the most frustrated person in the building every single night. Some more notes that he said was the wild card rule was not in the script on the morning of the show. The superstar shakeup changed week to week and it didn't pan out how it was originally laid out months prior. Everything changed because Vince just decided to change it. He talked about the turnover with so many backstage people quitting or being fired. SmackDown and Raw writing teams are the same for both shows. They used to be separate, but they changed recently after the shakeup. We can tell. The, I know, right? The caller emphasized that the problems in WWE are not creative's fault, and Vince McMahon is the one person who deserves the blame. Vince wants suggestions from everyone, but it never gets on TV 99 out of 100 times. You can come up with an idea for Vince, and it won't be used. The entire creative team has pitched to Raw and SmackDown look completely different and different production, a different way of shooting things, etc., and McMahon just shoots them down. Vince McMahon doesn't keep track of what's going on on NXT. He maybe watches the NXT TakeOver shows. The writer says he just watches WWE and works out and is not aware of things going on in the real world, which is true. I've heard that many times. Mm-hmm. The writer says there is no chance Vince is stepping down. Dana Brooke has been the hardest worker for the last three years. She goes to the performance center. She shows up early and helps set up the ring. And she gets in the ring so she can get better. Creative will pitch something for her. And she gets nothing up until recently with the money in the bank. Uh, the caller offered to tell that other host. Uh, off the air, some cool storylines that were never used as a pitch. Uh, the writer also said, we're all working for Dana Warrior, and it's really awkward. The WWE Fox contract prohibits Fox from moving the show to FS1, even if the rating drops. Uh, one, the other writer said is very close to quitting because he is so unbelievably unhappy and many of the writers are paranoid and that they are close to being fired. It's such a toxic atmosphere and it's all because of one person. When Neville walked out, there was a crazy shouting match and he flipped out on Vince McMahon and that was the last time they saw him. The writers praised Neville for being so easy to work with. Ideas never pan out as originally planned because writers will come up with stuff and then Vince loses interest after a week or two. He used Mojo Riley as an example. The money is good, and it's a dream job for many writers, but it's getting frustrating. The talent is very unhappy, and, and people are trying to get out of their contracts. The writer says Bruce Pritchard is a pleasure to work with. He's a funny guy and a pleasure to work with, but not, but he's not getting through to Vince either. Shane McMahon, Triple H, and Stephanie McMahon have tried to talk to Vince, but it hasn't worked. The people of the writing staff listens to podcasts, and they hear fans bashing them. It breaks their heart, he said. Vince is in the announcer's ear to a sentence. He gets he gets on them for tiny mistakes. On Sami Zayn, the, that's not Sami Zayn's promos. That's Vince McMahon talking through Sami Zayn. There are 37 total writers, and they are now working on both shows. Um, NBC Universal and Fox want the top stars. 
Andrade, and this is the one of the main reasons why I wanted to talk about this, is that Andrade went into Vince's office and asked for a legit push. Vince looked at him and said, learn some English and get back to me. Andrade spoke some English last week and he's been talk, been taking English lessons, lessons ever since. Uh, the Firefly Funhouse is all Bray Wyatt's idea. Bray Wyatt is described is an absolute genius, and he helps other wrestlers with their promos. He's one of the best guys in the locker room. The writer he talked to said they loved when there was a real brand split. He mentioned the Revival Uso storyline being done because Vince just thinks it's funny. <laughs> We've been saying that from get. We've been saying that for a very long time. I think the writers just <clears throat> did that because they want to get off our book. <laughs> Well, what I think is, Vince, fire their asses and hire me. I don't care. I'll do whatever you say, Vince. Just take me. Do you? That's not true. You will do it to a certain. No, you will do it for a little bit, and then after a while, you'll you will be in the same position as they are, frustrated and just ready to quit. And then I look at my check from experience. That's true. Okay, everything looks good on the. Outside, inside, the money is fantastic. But when you work under somebody who's a fucking micromanager, who fucking tells you what to do, when to shit, when to pee, when to do this, when to do that, not to do this, not to do that, you're like, all right, I'm fucking done. True. Okay. But you stay in it for your friends, well, mainly for your family. Okay. Because what you've done, you've done it all for family. And, th- and that's my experience. So I know exactly how they feel. That's true. No, I get Rick, it. I what get are your it. thoughts on that? I mean, if I was Mimi's nephew, I'm pretty sure I would have the same attitude towards it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, it's true. I mean, I would never want to work under a micromanager. I don't think it's good for the business. I think Vince McMahon does need to loosen up a little bit. Um, but you got to understand, this guy, like you said, he doesn't do anything but eat, sleep, and shit wrestling. Mm-hmm. This is all and, he knows. And, and that's true. And I remember um, Chris Jericho on his podcast mentioned um, they, they, they were doing the tour in, in uh, overseas in London, I believe. And uh, they were sitting in the bus. And uh, Chris Jericho whipped out his iPad and threw a movie on. I think he said it was Kevin Hart or whatever because he needed a laugh. And he had his you know, earbuds in or whatever. And then Vince walked by and tapped him on the shoulder and says, why are you watching that? <laughs> and Chris Jericho was like, uh, I need a laugh. Kevin Hart's a funny comedian. I wanted to watch a movie. He goes, well, why aren't you watching wrestling? You should be watching wrestling. Put on something that's wrestling related. Do that at least. I was like, shit. Then he should have wow. put on Nacho Libre. I know. <laughs> Jeez, man. I mean, so it's like. Well, it's you know, and, and and after a while, it's and I'm gonna put it out there mm-hmm. again. It's like a physician or or a surgeon because that's what I work with. Yeah. All right. It's like a surgeon. You work with surgeons, and they can be the top dog. In surgery. Yeah. Did you say big dog? <laughs> no, I said top dog. Jesus Christ. Um, but, you know, and after a while, after many years, when it's time to slow down, some of these guys don't slow down. Right. And then you're like, Dr. Such and Such, don't you think it's time for you to retire? <laughs> you know, don't, yeah. you, don't you think you would enjoy retirement? Yeah. And they'll come out and say, no, this is my life. This Damn. is what I do. Right. You know, and... Uh, 
when it becomes to the point that you're ruining the business that you absolutely love, mm-hmm. I think it's time for you to step back. But, and, he, and, but he doesn't think he's ruining it. Exactly. <laughs> That's just the sad part. And this is, and I hate to say it, but, and at the same time, I mean, I, I like Cody Rhodes, but this is what's going to help AEW fucking oh, fly. Absolutely. I agree to that. And I'm telling you right now, if AEW becomes successful and it turn and they end up being uh competition for WWE, Vince is going to panic. Vince is going to panic. You know, he's not panicking now because they only got a pay-per-view coming up next week mm-hmm. and they're not airing on TV until October. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> when they start I mean, you know what? I tip my hat off to Cody Rhodes. He's a friend of the show. Of course, you hear him on that promo. But he he left WWE. He left what was putting food on his table. Good paying job. But he did it the right way. Mm-hmm. And I tip my hat off to him. Rick, what are your final thoughts on this? I mean, my final thoughts on this is that Vince, take a step back. Um, but I don't want to see Triple H jump into the ring. Oh, I'm gonna take over. I think <laughs> I think you're best with the team instead of just one person running the helm. I think if you right. have a team of people and then you have a team working under the team is the way to go. Um, and have different people. Don't have four McMahons in the same room running the show because that's not running the same thing. You know, you need to have th- yeah. different people from different areas and different aspects of life. Like, you have Andrade, who people see as a great wrestler and who can yeah. freaking win and who can do your mm-hmm. business lovely things. And we got, oh, you got to learn English. Yeah. Man, come on, man. This is not like, this is the English only movement. Like, this is what we're doing. Man, exactly. like, we're just but, repeating but history. Is, he, that never used to be like that. Yeah. That never used to be like that. Come on, really? Andre the Giant, you can understand a word he was saying even when he was speaking oh, English? Oh, well, he, but see, the thing is, the thing is, Andre the Giant. Well, Vince was, was scared of him anyway. So. Vince was scared of him, number one. And number two, the, the genius in Vince back in those days, in the early 70s, in the late 60s, is the freak show era. That is true. You know what I mean? So they but, look at Andre the Giant as the big giant, seven yeah. foot, you know. And, and I'm sorry, and King Kong Bundy. You yeah. know what I mean? No, no. These were guys who were huge and 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 freakish looking, because they weren't normal sized people. Right. No, I, I I understand that, and I get that. You know, but my thing is, is that he used to have people that didn't speak English. He had people that spoke in English but never cut a promo. But, Example: the Wild Samoans. They never took But wasn't a promo. his father what, running the show at that time? No, well, I don't think so. I don't think so. He was there, so I don't know. He might have, might, might, might not. But, I mean, look at the success the Wild Samoans had. They were probably one of the meanest tag teams in that era. And they never speak a lick of English. Well, they speak English, but. A lick of English. They never speak a lick of English. <laughs> I went Shinsuke there for a second. Oh, man. <laughs> But what I'm saying is that at that time, because Vince, when Vince started taking over, was when pay per view or closed circuit TV yeah, was yeah. around, and he that was in the 80s yeah. and 90s. But when the Wild Samoans and all these guys started, his father was the one running the show, not Vince. Vince was but actually he, commentary and running. And he was, yeah. But at that the was same, it. I'm just saying, you know, what he should have been learning from that is the fact that they didn't, they never cut a promo. 
They never when they did it was you know that's what they, that was their promo. Why? Because they had Captain Lou Albano talking for them. And okay? he has Selena Vega. But but even still, going you know through through time, even when he started taking over, there was Goldust and um, Melina. Okay, was it Melina? No, right? Marlene. 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 Sorry. <laughs> but then even still, Triple H had China. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's so yeah, many dude. managers out there, and then I think I think he finally caved in when having Paige team up with Asuka and Carrie Zane because they don't, both don't speak a lick of English. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, seriously. All right, going back to what... So, but, but going back to what I'm... What gets me upset about that statement is because Andrade is a very talented wrestler. Mm-hmm. And you... you and, and if that is true, he couldn't see past the fact that he's a talented wrestler. He's got Selena Vega as his manager to speak English for him. Now he's been improving on the mic. But That's was it sad. wasn't the original so Sin Cara didn't speak Sin Cara? No, well, the original. The, the, no, the original spoke English. The original spoke English. I think the well, second, second one. Well, didn't speak one English. of them didn't speak English, and then the thing is that isn't that the one that quit? I think so. I think so. I could be wrong. You know, I could be wrong. But even still, I mean, I'm just like. That comment, that statement that he said about Andrade, if that is true, that's fucked up. That's well, really fucked up. Can I go back to what Rick said about the yeah, go ahead. Um, the McMahons? Yeah. Do and this is just a, a question to both of you guys. Do you think that being that the McMahons are all into it and Triple H is wrestling and being part of the show, it's a Mc, it's Vince's idea and not theirs? I think it's. I think it has a lot to do with Triple H. Definitely is pushing himself. I definitely believe that. I, and I definitely I think. See, I, and I. I don't think if if this is true that he's the one running the the show. Okay. You talking about Vince? Vince. Oh yeah. I think that it's also Vince's idea to. Oh well, Triple H, you were the big guy back then. Let's go back to that. You know what I mean? Why would or why are they pushing Shane? You know what I mean? Yeah. Granted, he has a big ego. He's probably like, Dad, I'm going to be playing this show. You know, and then, okay, Sunny Boy, you can be part of the show. Wow, you sounded just like him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you on my knee, Shaney. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's just things like that. It's like. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. I, I mean, because, you, you know, it, it's all these little um, puzzles that are coming together, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, with Ronda Rousey having her meltdown on Twitter, <laughs> yeah. you know, and all yeah. that stuff. And it's just like, dude, is it true? Yeah. Is it really true? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Rick? I mean, that's it. I mean, <laughs> split it up. Have multiple people as the, the top runner and then have people working under them. That's the best thing I can tell you guys. And, yeah. But I, at, at the end of the day, though, honestly, I think it is time for Vince to step down. He, he's he's Never. made so much money. No. <laughs> he's made so much money. You know, he just spent money on the XFL that's going to be launching next year. Take a break from wrestling. Go and take care of that, you know, and still watch what your product is doing. That product of r- professional wrestling made him a billionaire. You got enough money, dude. Right. Kick back a little bit. Let somebody else take the reins and see what happens. Well, for him, it's not, not really Roman about the money. <laughs> for him, it's not the money. 
I think for him is about the power. I don't know. You know, know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Wrestling is his Viagra. Mean. Come on. Right, exactly. Ew. I'm wrestling. Love it. <coughs> Gives him a big hard on. <laughs> Choked on that. All right, so that's it on that. And finally in the hot topic, the uh, the whole Silver King uh, uh, death. Um, he died in the ring. Okay, pretty much. I don't got nothing in front of me, so I'm going freelance. I'm going freestyle. Now, Rick, what are your thoughts on the whole death? Did you see the video? Yeah, so I watched the video, and um, the hardest thing about this whole thing is that nobody responded. And I'm not talking about EMTs, because there were no EMTs there, so they couldn't respond. But the referee, Mm -hmm. Juventud Guerrero, you're in the ring. You know what's going on. You know that you're not supposed to win that match. You let... Uh, he Silver King lands a move on you, and he goes flat on his stomach. His leg stiffens up in the air. There's yeah. something wrong. The the fact that the mm-hmm. referee didn't pick up on that, I gotta blame him one thousand percent. Then Hoovy right. Hoovy, who's in the business for over twenty years, is not picking up on that. This guy is not moving. He tried to flip him over to pin him. He couldn't do it. He did it multiple times. The referee counts to two and stops mid two and a half. Does not hit. Until like half a second later, 30 seconds later, hits three, and Hooventude wins. Hooventude wasn't supposed to win. And we're still not knowing what's going on. Six minutes before anybody gets in the ring and helps this man. And starts something. Hoovy grabs a flag. He's still trying to stay in his character. But the referee is standing there looking stupid. Now, our own, very own TJ Logan from WrestlePOV Global... He went on to talk about uh, saying that, oh, well, wrestling is fake and, and we're supposed to respect that, that it's fake. But listen, brother, that's not no. what this was about. This wasn't anything to do with wrestling being fake. This has to do with the safety of the wrestlers. In New York City, for one, I know that, and I know in the U.S., for one, EMTs have to be at every indie event, every wrestling event. There has to be an EMT ringside. Otherwise, you will lose your license. Mm-hmm. This is for the safety of the wrestlers, not because of the moves they do, but because of the moves they do are dangerous. Right. And it can cause serious injuries, even death. That's why they need to be there. That's why the referees throw up the X sign so that the ref- yep. so that EMTs can come down, the doctor can come out. So mm-hmm. I, I disagree with our own TJ Logan, which you can catch him every Wednesday on iTunes, <laughs> YouTube, Poppy, Spotify, and iHeartRadio for free. And to follow up and or to follow on what you were saying, though, Rick, yeah. Number one. Time about to teach you a lesson. Because, number one, for being in the business for 20 years as I've been in, the one term you never use, even on a podcast, is fake. Uh, you should know better, number one, because you were in the business, too, you know, doing the interviews, doing a lot of backstage stuff, and then now you're here with Wrestling POV. Don't ever use the word fake, okay? Because every time I hear that word, it makes me cringe. And, I, you know, I did own a wrestling school back in the day, too. And every time I heard that, you know, when people come up to me and tell me, you know, oh, wrestling's fake. You don't really hit them. Oh, I don't. You know what? Come over to my school around 6 o'clock. Just go five minutes with me. That's all I'm asking. I'm going to show you exactly what I do in that ring. And after that, they'll be like, damn, wrestling is not fake. It's a lot of work, you know. Um that word, yeah, that's that's a big no-no. Um, Choreographed no, far, is a better word to it, use. Chore- exactly, yeah, that I accept. Um, scripted, yeah, I'll accept that. But the pain and the punishment that we do dish out. Because when I punch you, granted, yeah, it may not be at 100%. 
but I'm still going to hit you. You're still going to feel it. The only time maybe I do work stiff is when I give you a chop because I love that sound of flesh hitting the skins and the people go crazy <laughs> and they go, oh my lord, that Tony Militia guy really hit him hard on the chestices and it made a sound that I'm just like, whoa. Tony just pulled you up understand? the big man, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. He's at 100% of man. Yes, he sure did. <laughs> but I did. But you know, but at the same time when I'm in the ring with you, I'm making sure that you are safe and I'm hoping that you're going to make sure that I'm safe at whatever move that you're going to do. Is it am I going to feel it? Yeah, of course I am. You know, of course I am. I've gotten hit in the head, hit in the back with chairs, freaking wet floor signs, you name it, and it hurts. It now, does Tony, hurt. Can I ask yeah. you? Now, you've been in the ring over 20 years. Yeah. Have you ever experienced an incident where something went wrong? Um, the, as far as an injury? Yeah, like where somebody yeah. or a match you were having where someone got hurt and they had to call EMTs or they had to stop the match. Yeah, no, well, it, I was in a triple threat match. And uh, actually, I was injured in this. And uh, my partner um, that I've been partnered for a very long time, uh, Shotgun Steve Hunter. He was injured in, in the match, too. Um, I think he hurt, he, he broke his ankle, I think, that, uh, in the triple threat match. Uh, the guy threw him over the top rope, and he just, his ankle just went snapped. right to the side and snapped. Um, but at the same time, as he was trying to crawl in, we were supposed to do a spot with him, a double team, um, and he never. Like, he was trying to come in, and I knew something was wrong because he knew that we were doing that spot. So, you know, I kind of looked at him, and then the ref came over to me, and I said, go check on Shotgun. And then I told the other guy that I was wrestling with, push me back up into the turnbuckle and just start hitting me. So that that way, it drew the attention away from uh, Shotgun. And it drew the attention towards me and the other guy while he was hitting me in the, in the corner. Mm-hmm. So while that was happening, the ref went over, tried to help him out. And then he kind of looked at me real quick and just shook his head no, like to forget the spot. I knew right away, you know, all right, he's hurt. He's staying out there. And then I kind of, I, 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 I don't remember exactly what I said, but I said something in the term. And I said it loud. I didn't care. I said, keep him out. I said, just keep him out. Something like that. Or keep him out of the ring. So that way it's still kind of, I don't know, I told him, let's saying, keep him out. He doesn't want him in the ring. And da, da, da. no, I don't. He's hurt. So um, then that's when the guy that I was fighting against in the ring did like a, a belly to belly suplex uh-huh. on me. And when I landed, I like the force of it, I, this is the only way I can describe it. I hit so hard on the mat that it popped my shoulder. And I was in pain. And I got the video of it, too, that you could see it. And it popped out. And I was in such pain that the the guy grabbed my shoulder while I was down. And I said, just pin me. You know, I said, just do the three. He pushed my shoulder back in as he pinned me. And I was still in pain. And thank God nothing happened to my shoulder. I mean, I still, my shoulder still hurts from this day 
from that accident, but I didn't need no surgery, nothing broke, nothing tear, you know, nothing. So I was lucky, but I was still, it was, it hurt so bad. And when he popped it in, it hurt even worse. And you can see it in the video, like, I wasn't even flat out. I was, like, still like this, you know, hung, you know, pulled together, holding my shoulder as he pinned me. So right after that, the ref knew I was hurt. He knew the outside guy was hurt. So he did. He threw up the X sign, and then the um, paramedics came down. And they took care of both of us, and we walked out, and that's how we ended the match. But um, it's 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 common sense, I want to say. You know what I'm saying? And you see how you did that. Look at it. You handled it perfectly where you saw the guy that you're working with couldn't get back in. You made sure he was taken care of, and that's how it's supposed to be. So that's why I'm so mad at Hoovy because how don't you know yeah. – that this is the spot. You call the spot for a reason. You call your spots out before the match. You That's don't go true, over man. every single move. But this is a no. spot that you should know. He's not supposed to be laid out on his face. So right. this is why it's so upsetting. And then on top of that, he couldn't put him. Put, put he couldn't pull him over. Yeah. You know, and he so, tried come on, man. like three, four times to try to pull him over. You know, at that point, you could have been like, dude, <laughs> something ain't right. You know what I'm saying? Now on to the Silver King. More on it. Um, the one thing, and I think Rick, you touched on it too, is that they do, I, I think every promotion, they should have somebody there. If, if you're not, if you're not going to abide by the rules and have an EMT there, paramedic or whatever, or a doctor there, have somebody there that knows CPR. Mm-hmm. Somebody in there's got to know CPR. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry, but unless you, you're in WWE, all these indie shows, they do something else besides wrestling. You know, right now, I'm certified in first aid and CPR. You know what I'm saying? Do you know that? Did you know that? No, you didn't. But if I'm going in the ring and something happens, at least I know what to do. So there was, they had, you know, somebody has got to know that. And if you're a promoter, at least always consider that because it can possibly save somebody's life. And I think it's called a defibrillator. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is that what it's called to... to to somebody in that to case shock to yeah. shock them, have somebody yep. trained in that. You know, I think those things cost like eighteen hundred bucks or something like that. You know what? If you're gonna have shows and if it's gonna possibly save somebody's life, then invest in something like that. Yeah, and those and things train talk, yourself. Those, they, those things literally easy talk to, use. to you. Yeah, they're easy to use, and they possibly could have saved Silver King's life. Now, now speaking of Silver King, I know we went really, really long, but that's why it's called a hot topic. Um, now, Mimi, you're in the medical field. You're not in, like, you're a surgical tech. So you're in the ring, not in the ring. You're in the surgery room and, and at, at various cases. Now, I, for one, know, and Rick, you can jump in at any time, too. When it comes to somebody having a heart attack, do they really know that they're having a heart attack? You know, and and I'm I'm not going to talk to you from a surgical tech standpoint. I'm going to talk to you as a mm-hmm. Navy corpsman standpoint, mm-hmm. okay? Um, so especially on a male, you know, the, the heart attacks come in different ways, shapes or forms. Right. Silent killer. Ladies Silent killer. Yeah. yeah. It it could be an indigestion, something, Right. you know what I mean? You're not going to have that pain in your chest. You're not going to have that pain in your arm. It could be anything. Right. Who's to say when he fell on his face, he was like, are you okay? Are you okay? And he heard him breathing and he heard, yeah. Right. You know what That's I mean? true. That is true. So, Hoovy's mm-hmm. like, okay, let's continue yeah. going. And and I'm and I'm talking from, you know, uh Mr. Provost 
and he probably doesn't listen to this. Mm-hmm. He's like 90 something years old. Oh, wow. This That's is an awesome. old neighbor of mine who was having a heart attack. Okay. His wife came over and she was calm, cool, and collective. And I went over there and I'm like, you know, George, are you okay? You okay? You okay? And he's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, I'm looking at him. He's shallow breathing, but you know, and I'm a medical person and, and I still didn't recognize the signs. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I'm looking at him and he's breathing. I got his pulse. I'm, you know, mm. and he's just going, yeah, yeah. That was his way of shallow breathing. Right. Yeah. You don't know. But somebody but, like, know, but somebody like Silver King, who's in great shape. Phenomenal shape. Well, and, and that's a lot of why people don't know this too, but he was the bad guy in Nacho Libre. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, you know how many people in the, in the Navy themselves, in middle, they're, they're great shape. They're always running, always exercising, and boom, they have a heart attack and they freaking die right in the middle of the track. Yeah, running. And I've seen high school kids that it happened to them too. You know, so Bas- it can happen. Basketball games. It can happen to anybody. You know, right? Am I gonna blame Hoovy for not? He's not a medical person. Yes. True. Okay. Yeah. He's he's experienced wrestler. Maybe you could have saw the signs. Then again, who knows what was going on through that boy's mind? Yeah. You cannot no. blame anybody. It happened. It's it's sad that it happened, mm-hmm. and hopefully, you know, I mean, let him sleep in peace. But hopefully. Every promotion will learn from this. Yeah, I agree. And and do exactly what Tony Diaz suggested is have an EMT, have an AED available, have mm-hmm. someone who knows how to do CPR. Yeah. Because you never know. Yeah. And life is too short and too precious to let it go so soon like him. No, I, I totally understand. But you know what? I didn't think of it either of the fact what you just said. Maybe they did ask Silver King while he was laid out, and he said, you know, when they asked, yo, you okay? Maybe he did say, yeah. You know, I didn't think about that, because nobody, the only person that knows is that ref, Hoovy, and Silver King. Right. Those are the only three that knows. You know what I'm saying? So, you're you're right. And and unless we hear from Hoovy himself. Exactly. You know, then we can't really place blame on anybody. There's no one to blame. I mean, his time was then. You so, know? Okay, so uh Rick, final thoughts on this. I um just be take care of yourself. Make sure you check in with a doctor, check yeah. in and also make sure if you're in the wrestling business, you're gonna be in the ring with somebody you can trust and somebody that's gonna take care of you as much as you're gonna take mm-hmm. care of them. And that, that's all I gotta say, really. All right. Mm-hmm. All right, so you know what? We're gonna take a quick pause because we've been on for long enough and we got Still got Raw, SmackDown, and NXT, and the pay-per-view points game. But we promise you, it's going to be a quick, condensed version of it. Because we're going to go over the highlights of it, and then that's it. And then it'll be over, and you can go on about today. But if, um, but also, with everything that we talked about in this hot tag topic of the week, um, please put your questions on our Facebook page, and we'll talk. We can either keep talking about it, or we'll discuss your questions or your comments even on the air for next week's episode, okay? So we're going to be right back. We're going to take a quick pause. Be right back. This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to the Wrestling POV Podcast. 
All right, and we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Wrestling POV and Wrestling POV Global is affiliated with the Collar Noble brand. Go to CollarNobleBrand.com and save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. That is WPOV, and you will save yourself 10% on some of the greatest wrestling gear out there for your independent wrestling associations. Yes. 10%. Tony, it's time to get raw notes, baby. Yeah, alright, so first of all, like I said, we're doing Raw a little different, we're not going to talk about each thing that happened, but it's going to be like an overall thing, so overall, I thought Raw wasn't that bad, I'm confused with a couple things, um, why are they doing another Roman video package? Why is Roman in, in this, period? I told you guys earlier that you guys are going to be shocked at what I got to say about Roman, and honestly, I'm getting a little bit sick and tired of seeing Roman. Bingo! <laughs> I'm dead serious. It's like, all right, this is too much Roman now. Cause, because the one thing I'm hearing is that the reason why Roman's on Raw and SmackDown is to boost ratings. I didn't know he had ratings up on Raw to begin with. Come on now, y- y'all getting ridiculous. My thing is, um, the uh, it's just too much. It's just too much. Raw wasn't that bad, but I mean, come on now, nah, nah. And then and the other thing too that I mean, it didn't confuse me, but they showed the clips of um, AJ and Seth when they fought each other back in the Indies. Did you yeah, guys that, that was cool. That, that was, cool. was cool, but I want to know who won. <laughs> oh, um, AJ won. <laughs> oh, did he? Yeah, because uh, that was one of Seth's first match. Oh, or was it Seth? You know what? Seth talks about it on the 24, uh, the 365. Oh, really? 365. He talks about it, about uh. Uh, being <laughs> injured for the year. Um, if you guys tune into that, you'll find out the answer to that. So. <laughs> um, but no, no, I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, the, now, the, there's one part on here that I was just laughing my ass off. Um, I think it was that whole thing with uh, Braun and Sami Zayn. And uh, Braun, when Braun said to him, because they set up the match, he goes, I'm going to eat you alive. It would have been so perfect for Sammy to say, that's disgusting. Why would you want to do that? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm Because that would have been a typical Sammy Zayn response. Yeah. But, but it, he didn't. But so. if he's not writing well, Vince it. Vince didn't tell him. Vince, exactly. Exactly. You know, if yeah. he's not writing it, then it makes sense. No. I know. I know. I know. Uh, now, I really dug the freaking segment with the contract signing for Becky and Lacey and uh, Charlotte. Lacey is improved big time in her promos, man. I'm really impressed with her. She really did good in this promo. She really did. Yeah, it went a little long for me. I feel like they got caught up with each other. It was a 14-minute segment. Yeah. For a contract think... signing, yeah, that's a little bit too long. And just, I felt like they ran out of things to say. Because mm-hmm. she was like, I don't want to get my dress dirty. Well, she the, said that. No, but the best part, though, is when she said to Becky, you're swinging around something you don't have. Oh, <laughs> man, that was hilarious. That was great. That's amazing. She's doing that great. Was, that was. So, no, I, I, I dig it. But, yeah, you're right. A little bit too long, though. Um, the, the whole Nikki Cross and Alexa thing, I, obviously now we know. But I didn't like how Nikki was normal. Yeah, yeah, she was Nicole. Why? Was, yeah, I'm just like, what? Uh, and it, all her Instagram pictures right now are of her being normal. Yeah, yeah. Can I, we? Can we? Should we dare put Nicole Cross in the book? <gasps> Ooh, 
You know what? If they say it at Money in the Bank, yes. If they call her Nicole, then yeah, yes, they'll yeah. never call her Nicole. But if if this is if this is their way of doing a character change, Ooh. yes, uh. if she's normalized. She has to go in the book. Yeah, she's normalized in any, any kind, kind of way. way. Absolutely, any kind of way. She goes in the book. All right. Um, uh, two two more things in my mind that stuck out on Raw: the Firefly Fun. House. Wow. wow. How amazing was that? Fucking phenomenal. It was so good. I had goose pimples in my body. It was <laughs> freaky. It was so freaky. Now, but the thing of it is, now I gotta I gotta listen back to when this first started. Did, I didn't bash it, right? I just thought it was interesting. You said, yeah. Or did I say, what the fuck is up with this? Yeah, you say, what like the fuck? And then we, we kind of convinced you, like, no, give it a minute. No, nobody yes. convinced me. We convinced nobody, you. Nobody convinced me. Yowie, wowie. I was just I was just looking at it as, what are they doing? No, because I thought that character was going to be Bray. You know, that Bray was going to come out as and, that character. Well, he sort of I mean, did yeah. at the end. No, no, no. I'm talking about when he first started. Oh, the, when he first did it, we all thought yeah. that it would be like, somebody call the your buzzer. mama. What, what was, yeah, I know, right? No, what was that character that uh, Chavo Guerrero did before Eddie died? Oh, and he yeah. didn't do it, the, the, the white guy gimmick? I Smith thought it was going to be similar like that, yeah. to that. So that's why I was kind of on the fence with it. But after watching it, and then I did say, you know, this is getting kind of creepy now. Because it was. And then just some of the things that he was doing with his facial features, I was like, oh, no, this is going to be something different. Mm-hmm. But I was still afraid that he was going to come out. Like, that was, that character right there, before he donned the mask and the different outfit, I thought that's how he was going to come out. That's what I was not looking forward to. Totally changed my mind, though. And you know, you know that this was all Bray. There's no way. I'm sorry. Even though we went on a long segment about the writers and what they said, there was no way that this was the writer's idea. Mm-mm. No fucking way. Anyway. No writer. No Vince. I no dug writers. it. Now, my question is this. Where do they go from here since they debuted it? <laughs> uh, after after Money in the Bank, he's coming out on Raw. After? Yeah. yeah. All right. Right. Maybe during Money in the Bank, that would be. Nice. I don't think they would. I don't think they're gonna drop it with Game of Thrones. I don't think they're gonna do any like shocking <laughs> things. I'm like, the they bank. have to. I think that you know what. Now that you said that, I think they do. They do have in to. order to to. I mean, Vince has to know that Game of Thrones is on, but his mind, he's gonna be thinking, no, nobody's gonna watch that. They're gonna watch wrestling. Do you know that the talent is gonna be watching it while Money in the Bank is on? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know Xavier Woods is going to be in the back with his yep. freaking Jon Snow robe <laughs> <laughs> and sitting there watching the fucking Game of Thrones. Don't give me that shit. All right. And then the main event, it was, um, uh, shit. It was, uh, Sami Zayn versus Braun. Took Braun out. Sami Zayn's in the fucking money in the bank. Man, what the Braun hell, is man? Chump salad, man. He's a chump. Yes. But I, I heard he's hurt. That's why. I heard he's hurt again. Did so. you hear from me? <laughs> Jesus, man. My God. <laughs> then it's not true. Wow. Then it's not true. <laughs> my, my goodness gracious. I mean, but the, but yeah, but um, this segment went, well, not segment, this match went a little long. I did like it, though. It wasn't that bad. I did like it. So um, we got Braun out, Sammy in. And I'm, I'm not, I'd still dig it, though. I'm, it would have been better good. if everybody attacked Braun. You yeah. know what I'm saying? 
faces yeah. and heels because nobody wants Braun. That exactly. would have been better. Yes. That would have made Braun a more of a monster. True. And stuff mm-hmm. like that. True. But I think but, they're uh, trying to chump him out now. We'll see. We'll see. I think he's still going to get involved in this ladder match, though. Oh, for yeah. sure. You know what I'm saying? So, all right. So that's your Raw. All right. It's on to the SmackDown Breakdown. Are you ready? Great moments. Um, I'm gonna go over the great moments. Andrade versus Orton versus Balor versus Ali. Great that was, match. That was a good match, yeah. Andrade ends up winning. Yo, Randy Orton is growing on me, man. These RKOs against Ali is just getting better and better. I just love it. That was a phenomenal RKO. Yo, kid. I was just like, yo, how is this guy doing this? Um, but at the end of it all, Andrade picks up the win. And now people may think, well, Andrade won. He's not winning money in the bank. <laughs> I don't think so. I think Andrade's <laughs> winning money in the bank. And yeah. I'll talk about, about that so? a little bit more. Okay. Talk about that later. Right. Um, right. The Kabuki Warriors, ladies and gentlemen. <sighs> yeah. Asuka and Kyrie came up with this name themselves. So that was their name. I don't they like came it. Up with it. Kabuki is supposed to be obscure. It's supposed to be crazy yeah, hair. No, I, I, know what it, I know what it means, yeah. but that, that name just doesn't fit them. It doesn't fit them. It doesn't fit them with Paige. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what? Maybe you're right. Having, like, if they were by themselves, I could see it, but having Paige with them, it just doesn't go. And you know what? Paige needs to start wearing like a Cruella DeVille kind of fur coat. <laughs> maybe if she did that and came out with them, then I would buy into it. The mix is not there. It's not there. No. It's like oil, um, oil and water. It's just not there. Yeah, because they're colorful mix. and she's goth. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. I think if she, right. she has to change up the black gear. Yeah. No, no but the thing of it is, though, is, and, and now is, it's gonna, this is going to switch from the writers to the freaking music people. I do not like the mix of Oscars and Carrie Zane. No. Oh, yeah, that doesn't terrible. work. That's terrible. It just does not work. Just. This whole segment, honestly, in my opinion, like, I don't like the name, but I think you're right, Rick. I think with, with Paige out of it, maybe I might like it then, you know, if that makes any sense. But for me, this whole segment was 19 minutes long, period. Mm-hmm. It was, it was the, uh, it was just dumb. It was eight minutes in. Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville finally came out to yep. do this match because they wanted it was just it was poorly done, poorly done. And it I was. like Carrie Zane and, and Asuka, as we all know. But, but this I will was have very to say, poorly the done. The match was really good, though. The match was really good. I really enjoyed the match. It was all right. Mandy, you know what I mean? Mandy Rose can go, bro. She can. But, she but can. the way but, she got, but the, the way she got is, pinned it was. But the thing of it is, I lost interest because of the fact that they. This whole segment was 19 minutes long, and they fought for like two, two minutes. Two minutes, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, I can see that. So that, Sonya I Deville, just lost interest. 
Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose are going to end up splitting up. We already see it. They're still working on that. Yeah. The Iconics were ringside, which was okay. Up, split up already. So it looks like the Kabuki Warriors and the Iconics will be having a story going along uh, in the next coming weeks. Which yeah, finally, the, now, uh, Iconics was there. Uh, the <laughs> bad part. Oh, Iconics. Yes. You got the Charlotte promo. Why are we hearing from Charlotte again? But, uh, what made no sense is that they cut into a video package. Yeah. To late, I was like, it's they ridiculous. cut, but but they cut to the video package, and then when they came back to the ring, Charlotte was gone. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Wait, what? It was I mean, a, more it was... what the f moments. <laughs> Shane McMahon all over SmackDown from beginning to end. You got like Shane, Roman Reigns, The Miz, Elias, Daniel Bryan, Rowan, The Usos. They all have a match four on three. If The Miz comes out, Miz comes out after the match. <laughs> it was just come on, it was bro. Too much. It was too much. And, Shane. You and know, Shane McMahon winning. And oh, come on. <laughs> We talk about Shaman Man's damn ego. Mm-hmm. Then yeah. now you guys wonder why. All you guys listening out there, now you wonder why we put that in the book. Damn it! Not that anybody was complaining, but that, now you know why. That's, that's and then the last right there, ten minutes, which yeah. I thought was the best part, was that they left the last ten minutes to Kofi Kingston and Kevin Owens. Now I'm not saying what was happening was the best part. The best part was that we didn't have it the whole show. It was that's true. They gave him. <laughs> they gave him a 10-minute window, and they said, here you go, Kofi. It was terrible. Believe me, it was absolutely disgusting. It was bad. <laughs> but just Kofi, you know what? And I'm going to say this. I, I'm done with Kofi as champion. Thank you. Seriously, I, I really am. I really am. I mean, I was ha- like, again, I don't know how many times I got to repeat this, but I was happy that he won, but he's not doing it for me no more. That's why I his mic privileges are in the book. I hated everything about this promo, about his promo. His promo. Cocky acting like the wrestler again. You know what I'm saying? It's like you got Kevin Owens talking on the big screen. Then it goes to a video package. Um, and then when Kevin goes, you want me to come out there? The screen goes blank. And then Kofi, you can hear Kofi saying, yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> what do you mean that's what you thought? You didn't say nothing. He said it. Ah. Yeah. I, I, well, I, I hate to... I just hate it. I hate I hate to say it like that, too, because it seems like they're all in for it. But I'm I not. don't hate it. Boy, bye. Bye with this <laughs> title. Right. Take it off of him. All right. That's your SmackDown breakdown. It's now time for NXT POV. Mamma mia. Um, listen... Kushida, I'm all aboard on Kushida. Mm-hmm. First of all, this whole time splitter thing. I love Back to the Future, like I said. <laughs> this is amazing. I love the hoverboard submission he got. He now, defeated Kona Reeves. Let me ask you a question, though, Rick. Are you afraid yes. for him? Not really. Really? Because the thing is... When he goes the to the main roster? The difference between him and all the other guys is that it has character. Now... Look at guys like Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, he got character, but it was only like one dimensional. I felt like okay. with uh, with this dude, uh, what's his name? The guy that did the GTS. He uh, oh yeah, Hideo, Oka- uh, Otani, Hideo Otani. Yeah, he he didn't do much either. It was just a wrestler, you know. Mm-hmm. This whole time splitter thing, it's I feel like it's timeless. Get it? Huh? Huh? <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> late, Miguel. But no, I think it won't work. I think he was I think waiting was... for me with my 
makes a whole thing. I thought he was having a heart attack. I had to help him. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> so, Damn. Funny. Too soon. Um, Too soon. Yeah. Kushida, I think, is going to be a timeless thing. I love the character. I think it's going to go over well. And I disagree. Really? I think if he goes up to the main roster, he is not going to be timeless. You think they're going to change his gimmick? Either that or they're just going to squash him. Damn. Nah, can you imagine, man, WrestleMania with the freaking DeLorean? Come on! Come on! Come on! I I could imagine it, but I could also see them them squashing. Crushing them. Oh right. yeah, here, here, you could be, a, you could be a, a a winner for like a month, and then that's for it. About a month, and then that's it. But Rick, you also got to remember too. Okay, the one thing we've always said about Finn Balor was what? Can't wait to see his entrance at WrestleMania. We still <laughs> haven't seen it yet. That's true. We had a friggin' Balor Club for everyone. Oh, hey. <laughs> Oh Roderick Strong God. has ch- solved the riddle with uh, giving his chocolates to uh, Adam Cole, baby. So yeah. apparently everything's all good in the neighborhood. Um, Me? Yeah, the Viking Raiders try to give up the titles. And they win by disqualification against the Street Profits after the Forgotten Sons attack. And then Lorkin and Birch jump in. This I didn't like. I didn't like yeah. this part of the show. Mm-mm. But Koshida definitely and uh, Roderick Strong, and then the women's match was all right. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so that that's your NXT POV this week. So now it's time for Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. Every week, you the fans vote on our Facebook page, and we take into consideration whether we're gonna go with you. You guys also break the ties for us. So Raw and NXT are tied with two. SmackDown has one. You the fans voted in favor of NXT, fifty nine percent. SmackDown 29% and Raw 12%. Mimi, what do you think? You know, I, I'm going to go with the fans. You're going to go with the fans. So you're going to say NXT, then you're going to say SmackDown, then you're going to say Raw? No, I'm going to say NXT, Raw, and then SmackDown. So then you didn't go with the fans. All right. <laughs> I'm going to go with the fans, and I'm going to say NXT, SmackDown, and then Raw. I'm telling you, a three-hour show is too long to be having nothing going on. I'm sorry. Especially for a go-home show. Yeah. Exactly. Especially for a go-home show. All right. So, Tony, I think the reason why they picked SmackDown was because of Shane and uh, Kofi. It it was an all-day Shane show. All-day Shane show. That's what it was. It was. And and I didn't like it. Um, No, I would have went NXT, uh, Raw, and then SmackDown. All right. I changed my mind. I SmackDown and then Raw. All right, doesn't like change days. anything, but NXT wins this week. So NXT <laughs> is up three to Raw's two to SmackDown's one. All right, Tony, I think huh? it's time to smell the money. Oh, money in the bank. Pay-per-view points game, yes. baby. All right, so for those that are new and playing our pay-per-view points game, um, look it up on our Facebook page. All right, no, basically what it is is that each match is worth a certain amount of points, and all you got to do is treat it like money. Don't be stupid and max out your bets like a lot of people end up doing, but then you end up losing. So let's just say, for instance, you uh, the uh, Elias versus Roman Reigns. Even though that's only five points, it, you can wager between one and five. So if you do two points and you pick Elias to win and he wins, guess what? You win the two points, but if he doesn't win, then you lose. Two points. 
So if you go the full five, guess what? You lose five. You could be in the negatives for the whole entire show. Do you want to be in the last place to win the Covenant Award of the Ricks Around of the Turd? No! Do you? But unfortunately, there, there, there's going to have to be somebody in that place. Who will it be? Who will it be? Will we have a new champion? Will we have a new champion? What was his name again? Clay Cummings. Clay Cummings. He won the WrestleMania and he won the freaking $50 gift card, my man. Congratulations. Is this one of the the top five? So top four wrestling matches? What? (laughs) Oh my God. Mimi Goody. (laughs) Royal Rumble. WrestleMania. SummerSlam. And Survivor Series. I know the answer. I just wanted you guys to reiterate that you ain't gonna win fifty dollar gift card this time oh, around. Oh, she wasn't. She wasn't thinking that, right? <laughs> Why you believe that shit? <laughs> oh, you're so full of shit. No, I think you, you were full no, of shit. No, you full of shit. You okay. can't tell me what I'm thinking. All right, so now, uh, so yeah, basically, and then we have the title matches that have an added stipulation of three points. There's no betting between those three points where you pick the stipulation of the match, either a pin submission. Or a DQ. Now, or a countout, sorry. So, you got to pick one of those for every title match that we put that's on the card. Now, if you choose no contest on paper, it says NC, no contest. That means you can't pick a winner, but you'll get three points. But the advantage to that is that but um, I would say 99% of the people will pick somebody to win. Guess what? They can lose up to 13 points. So, they can be negative 13 while your ass gains Three points. Hey, three points is three points. You know what I'm saying? All right, so these matches are not in order. Are you guys ready? Yes. All right. Uh, first match I got is the uh, SmackDown Tag Team Championship match, which actually is going to be on the pre-show. Daniel Bryan and Rowan versus the Usos. This is a 10-pointer with the three-point stipulation. Rick, you go first, then me, and then Mimi. See, now the thing is, I can see the Usos winning by disqualification because of... The revival coming out, but I can yeah. also see Daniel Bryan and Rowan winning because the revival comes out. Right. So I'm gonna go with that one. I'm gonna go with Daniel Bryan and Rowan. I'm gonna go six points, and I'm gonna go pinfall. Okay. Now I, I agree with you, but I think now if you haven't noticed, they've been putting the Usos with Roman. So yes. I think something's happening there, but I don't see them giving the belts to the Usos as much as I would love to see them with mm-hmm. it because I don't want to see Daniel Bryan and Rowan with it. Nope. Plus, as a matter of fact, if Rowan and Daniel Bryan comes out with the wooden tag team belts, <coughs> first of all, I'm going to die of laughter. Second of all, it's going to look stupid. Third of all, that means they're going to retain. So I'm going with Daniel Bryan and Rowan. I'm going to go seven points. I'm going to go pinfall. Seven points, pinfall. You guys are like reading my mind or taking my notes a lot because I picked Daniel and Rowan, six points, pinfall. Alrighty then. Next up, we have the cruiserweight match. Tony Nese, who is the champion, versus Araya Davari. And this is five points, but it has the stipulation of pin submission DQ. Um, I'm going to go with Tony Nese. Um, I'm going to go three points, uh, and I'm going to pick Pinfall. Mimi Goody, who you going? I'm going with Tony, four points, submission. Oh, wow. All right. Rick? All right, I'm going with Tony Nese, two points, and Pinfall. All righty. Now, up next is Elias versus Roman Reigns. 
this is only five points. Mimi Goody. Roman, five points. Rick? Roman, five points. Tony? Roman, five points. <laughs> uh, up next, we have the steel cage match. The Miz versus Shane McMahon. This is five points. Rick, who you got? Shane McMahon, five points. Really? You know with Shane? Yeah. No, wait a minute. Let me see. ask you a question. Is the next pay-per-view Hell in a Cell? Is that the next I'm pay-per-view? I'm not sure. Not sure. Wait, what, what month are we? We're in May, June, July. Yeah, so SummerSlam is not till August, right? Yeah. So obviously, so yeah, so two more pay-per-views got to happen between that. Because somehow, somebody, I heard it somewhere. I don't know if it was on SmackDown or Raw. They mentioned about Hell in the Cell. Like teasing the fact that this match is going to continue into Hell in the Cell. Um, if that's the case, then Shane McMahon would have to win this. But you know what? I'm not going to go off of that. I'm picking The Miz, five points. <laughs> Mimi, why you laugh? Because Shane is going to win. Five <laughs> okay. points. Uh, up next is uh, for the U.S. Championship, Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio. This one is 10 points and with the stipulation. It's on me. Yep. This one's a little bit difficult because of the fact that I think Ray's son, Dominic, is going to interfere in this. So I'm going to go with Samoa Joe. I'm going to full 10 on this bitch. And I'm going to go pin on this bitch. Because Muscle Buster? Yes. Yes. That's what's going to, because Dominic's going to interfere. So yeah, 10 points pin. Really? Yeah, Mimi. Well, I think I agree with you that Dominic is going to interfere and is going to catch Ray off guard. And that's why he's going to do the coquito clutch on him. <laughs> so it's Samoa Joe, 10 points. Submission. Rick. I'm going to go with Samoa Joe, 6 points, and I'm going to go pin. Wow. Muscle Buster? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> All right, up next is for the SmackDown Women's Championship match. Becky Lynch versus Charlotte. This is 10 points with the stipulation of three points. Mimi, who do you got? For me, this is a difficult one. This one and the other one. Well, I, I'm going to go for my orange, my carrot top here. <laughs> Jesus. Girl. Um, Becky Lynch, seven points submission. All right. Rick? I'm going Becky Lynch, five points, pinfall. Wow. I'm going to go Becky Lynch. I'm going to go nine points, and I'm going to go submission. Up next, for the Raw tag, uh, Raw Women's Championship, Becky Lynch versus Lacey Evans. This is also ten points with the stipulation. Rick, who do you I'm got? Going Becky Lynch, ten points, submission. I'm also going to go Becky Lynch. 10 points, submission. Now, this is weird because of the fact that we both, that means Becky's going to retain for both titles. A lot of people are predicting that Charlotte is going to win. So, we'll see. Mimi. And I went Becky Lynch, six points, pin. Oh, wow, okay. Uh, Now, the money in the bank, the women's money in the bank, Natalia, Dana Brooke, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, who is replaced by Nikki Cross, Bailey, Mandy Rose, Emery Moon, and Carmella. Now, this one is 20 points, people. 20 points. Women's money in the bank. Uh, it's on me, right? Or is it Rick? It's on you. It's on me. This one's difficult, but you know what? Even though it's much... Actually, it's on me because you went Becky first. What? No, I went Becky first. He went Becky. Um, this one is a little difficult for me to pick because there's two people that I would pick to win this. Actually, three. But I think Dana Brooke would be a very long shot to win this. 
As much as I wouldn't mind her winning, but I don't think she's going to win it. My next pick would be Mandy Rose, and my other pick would be Ember Moon. Now, you got to pick your chocolate I, honey bunny. You're damn right I do. You only pick one, Tony. But I can only pick one. If you gave me two more seconds, I was about to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to have to go. And this is a 20-pointer, too. So this is going to hurt a lot of people. I'm going to go with Mandy Rose. You said it wrong. Mandy (laughs) Rose. He's been quiet this whole episode. Um, I'm going to go Mandy Rose, and I'm going to go the full 20 points. Wow. Wow. This this one is going to either make me or break me. Mimi, who you got? I went with, go ahead, Miguel, say the name. (laughs) Mandy Rose. And I went 12 points. Jesus. All right, Rick, who you got? I went Bailey. Five points. Really? It's Bailey's turn. It's Bailey's turn. Her and, and Becky are going to go at it. I think she's going to cash in on on Becky after the match. All right. So up next is the men's money in the bank. Sami Zayn, Ricochet, Drew McIntyre, Baron Corbin, Ali, Finn Balor, Andrade, and Randy Orton. Or Randall Orton. Mimi, who do you got? This one is also 20 points. Hmm. I went Baron. Really? Three points. Really? Yeah, I think they're pushing him. Interesting. But the, but apparently they're supposed to uh, give him a, a title shot, though. Didn't you hear my rumors? This is money in the <laughs> bank, right? <laughs> Asshole. All right, Rick. <laughs> I want to go with Drew McIntyre so bad, but I've heard too. some rumors about Drew McIntyre and Braun Strowman having a program together. Yeah. So that way, that's why I'm going with, for the second time in his career, Randy Orton. Five really? points. Yes. Wow. Huh. I think they're going to change this up a bit. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, what? Vince change anything up? I didn't say Vince. I said I think they're going to change they. things up a bit. Um, you mean he? Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, see, because the, the thing of it is, you already got a heel winning in the women's. Well, I picked a heel winning for the women's. So I think they're going to have to go face with this one, but I just don't see Ricochet winning. I don't see Finn Balor winning. And they're the only two faces on here. Wait, is Orton... Andrade is not a face. Andrade is not a face. Is Orton a face or a heel? He's a heel. He is a heel, He's right? whatever you make him to be. Oh, I want... But, but let's be sure. Like, I don't want Orton to win. I want Andrade <laughs> to win, for sure. But you know what? That's going to be my pick. I think Andrade is going to win and shock the world. I hope um, so. He's, I think he's going to do it. And uh, I'm going to go 10 points. Mr. Domex out your points. I didn't. That's 10 points. It's a 20-point match. I'll take it back. So, up next, it is for the WWE Championship, Kofi Kingston versus Kevin Owens. This is 10 points with the stipulation. It's on Rick. I'm going Kevin Owens, six points, pitfall. The rain is over, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) All right. I'm going to stick with uh, Kofi Kingston. Uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go five points and pin. I'm gonna go five points pin. Mimi. Kofi's reign is done. <laughs> it's gonna be KO. Six <laughs> points pin. <laughs> six points pin. Six points pin. All right. So finally, the main event: Universal Championship match: Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles. This one is ten points. And with the stipulation, it's on me. I ra- I do want AJ to win this, 
Um, I really don't have any title changes happening in this pay-per-view. I don't, actually. I don't have one title change. Oh, my God. All right, you know what? No. <laughs> Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins, 10 points pin. Yeah, that's what I'm... 10 points pin. I'm going to max out that bitch. Mimi, who you got? I went Seth Rollins, pinfall, 6 points. All right. And I'm going Wait, Seth, Seth Rollins, Rollins what? Six points. Pin? Pinfall. Pin? Oh, yeah. okay. Rick. I'm going Seth Rollins, ten points, pinfall. All right. Ain't taking that off of him anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that is your Money in the Bank Wrestling POV pay-per-view points game. I wish all of you guys good luck. And before we go, it is time for the Wrestling POV's book. Those that are new to the show. I'm not going over it because you should have listened to last week's show. Are we ready? <laughs> ridiculous. Yes. Yes. Ridiculous. Yes. Ridiculous that you're not even knowing about the show. All right. Uh, WWE writers, after everything I said that, uh, earlier. Take them out. Really? Take them out. Yes. Take them out. out. Because of what it's I said. It's Vince. Because of what you said. <laughs> yep. All right. They are gone. John Cena's hair don't. This stays. Until he comes back. Shane's damn ego definitely, definitely stays. You know what? Stays. This is what I'm going to do. Shane's damn ego times two is new yes. into the book. Okay. How about that? All right. So, Rick, do the honors. Shane's damn ego times two? You just made the book. All right. Matt Riddle's chunklas. They were there. <laughs> they were. <laughs> Lafayette, Louisiana crowd. They haven't gone so to Lafayette go yet. Renee Young's commentary. Oh, yo, my wife her, was like, it? yo, what? my wife was like, no, not yet. My wife was like, yo, I don't know if it's because you keep bashing Renee, but she is horrible. <laughs> no, no, she's just that bad. She is just that bad, exactly. All right, uh, the missing mole. Still I can't missing. find it. I still can't find it. Uh, Kofi, Mike privileges stay. Um, as a matter of fact, I'm going to make a change on that one, too. I'm going to go Kofi, Mike privileges times two. Yeah, I'm times two in that bitch today. Oh. Rick, do the honors because he's just Kofi's Mike privileges times two. You just made the book again. I'm- <laughs> Undertaker's skullet. We're going to see him in Saudi Arabia. So. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. Lacey Evans' veggie wedgie. It's not there. We'll see at Money in the Bank. We'll see at Money in the Bank, though. You want to see it in Money Damn in the Bank. Damn right. <laughs> Cult of Personality, the War Raiders. I think that should come off. Yes. Yeah, we know but, who they are now. Yeah, we know. We finally know. But if they change their name again, it's going right back yes. in. Yes. Uh, Robert Rude's porn star moustache. He still has a moustache. We take it out. Yeah. Kofi's 11 year. It's been 11 years. (laughs) It's going to stay there for 11 years. Oh, my Lord. Uh, Baby old bottle, Chad Gable. He hasn't been there. We can take that out. Take that out, too. All right, but if he shows up on fucking SmackDown. Anywhere. Or anywhere. All right, Miss Daddy Issues. That definitely stays. He said it. In the promo, he says, you put your hand on my father. That's not how you're supposed to say it. You put your hand on my father. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Natty Stinky promo. Oh, they're stinkier than ever. It's still bad. It's still bad. (laughs) Kofi's armpit tetas. Their tetas are on his friggin' armpits. But the thing of it is, in the match in SmackDown, he did the the Hogan thing again, <laughs> and the titties went to the, to the side. Went right into his armpits. They went right into the armpit. I was laughing so hard. I was like, there they are! There they are! 
Oh my lord! And finally, uh, Miguel Cole. Mm. Um, come on now. It's I about time. Come off. <sighs> All right. He's been a good boy. Thank you. And to those sons of bitches from Canada, you better take me out your book too. <laughs> All right. That is it for the show. <sighs> for the damn, you gassy today. Well, I had two beers. Uh, go, yeah, go for oh, that uh, two-hour show. And I had two beers. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Quickly, well, who's gonna cases. sit on the Iron Throne? Um, Jon Snow. I think Jon Snow. I think Jon Snow is gonna mm-hmm. take that bitch. I think Sansa is going to back to north. Yeah. And I think Arya is going to be the Queen's guard. Oh. She's going to guard the king. You know, she's going to do the Jon Snow Ooh. thing. Yeah. And Interesting. Yeah. I love Daenerys it. Daenerys is getting killed by Arya, man. She, I'm sorry. You think Arya's going to kill her? Danny's yeah. going to get killed by Arya. By Arya? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think uh, her sister is somehow. Sansa? Sansa, Sansa yeah. Sansa? Yeah. All right. She, we'll can't, she, can't, she hates her. She hates her as it, and she's never. Because if you notice that one scene, she had the the guy gave her the knife and goes, she goes the pointy end, right? Come on now, that's true. You're Think right. about it, and she didn't use it, so her first kill is gonna be her, mm-hmm. and Jon Snow's gonna take it. So that is your Game of Thrones <laughs> prediction. <laughs> Can't wait to see that. Can't wait to see the Money in the Bank. Are we gonna have a new champion? Will Clay yes. Cummings? Will Clay Cummings defend the title that he's held for over? How many days? Six hundred forty-two days. Six hundred and forty-two damn days. Clay Cummins, we're gonna call you the fifty-dollar man. Fifty dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's a great one, right? <laughs> He's coming for fifty dollars. He's coming for fifty dollars. <laughs> that's nasty. Jesus hey Christ. yo. Uh, Alright, so before we go, what I do is I play a song off my playlist of over 60 trillion songs from wrestling from all over the world, man. Oh, Lord. The all you got to do... getting bigger and bigger. No, it's the phone I got. It's, it's off the hook. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so, basically, I just hit the shuffle button. Just guess what it is. That's how we ride off into the sunset. Andrade! <laughs> I hope so. Actually, you that know would, what? I would die laughing. If that her. comes up, I'm gonna max out my points in every single damn match. If that comes, if that's the first song that comes up, bet, All right, bet, deal? That's a deal. Okay, so like I said, we I just hit the shuffle button. You just guess what it is. Until next week, we write off, and then next week we will crown a new champion and uh, go over some more great stuff for you guys. So with that being said. I am your host, Tony Diaz, along with Mimi Goody and the third wheel, Rick Serrano Luther, and our intern, Miguel Cole. Adios. Love, peace, and wrestling. We'll see you next week. Peace out. All right, we ready? Mm-hmm. It's Booker Man, y'all. Can you <laughs> <take> it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it, man. <laughs> I didn't want to max out. All right, hold on. <laughs> Right, not right, guys. <laughs> That's swagger. That's swagger. Jack swagger. All right. Jack swagger. So I'm, I want to. The first woman that pops up is gonna win money in the bank. <laughs> she's definitely not winning. She no. She's still nursing too. No, she's not nursing. You haven't seen her in the gym. Why? She's been like. What's she been doing? She's not like most girls. She's a beast. Oh, okay. sure. <laughs> Shut up, Rick. If, if she made it.
Oh! oh. Carmelo's gonna win it again? Nah. Uh oh. It's possible. It's po- it is possible. Well, the thing is, she didn't win it the first time. You know what it is? It's A-E-U-L-O-U-S. Yes. You didn't spell it right. No. She, because it was that Chinchilla was the one who won it for her. Oh, um, what the hell's his name? James Ellsworth. James Ellsworth. James Ellsworth. 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 Whatever his name is. like James Elwood. He was the one who won it for her. Yeah, but no. they did the, they did it again on SmackDown and she won. Yeah, she could be the two time. But she won on SmackDown. Guess what? She's not gonna win the money in the bank. Uh-huh. And we don't own the rights to the songs. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. 